Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Another day to talk about some of the very, very common obstacles to lasting weight loss how we can overcome them, and steps to get started. A problem that I see all the time, and one that I've experienced myself, is a mindset issue. And it is the mindset that we have to do everything perfectly in order to lose weight, or we feel like it's such a rush that the more stringent we are and the more restrictive we are, the faster we'll lose weight, and so that's the best plan. Like we all ideally in our heads want the plan that's going to take the weight off the fastest, and that is the all-in, guns-blazing approach. So we decide that we're going to eat a perfectly clean diet, we're going to exercise, you know, five days a week, and as soon as we fall short of those expectations, we start to beat ourselves up and we throw in the towel, either overindulging, binging, or quitting altogether. Here's the thing about this all or nothing mindset. Number one, it sets us up for failure because we can't possibly be perfect indefinitely. Most of us can't be perfect for more than a few days, honestly. So it's ineffective and it's unrealistic. But more importantly, number two, it's totally not required. You can absolutely, without question, reach your goal without perfection just as fast, if not faster, than if you were doing everything perfectly. Because think about it. I mean, just be really honest with yourself for one minute. If you're in this cycle of, I'm gonna be perfect, I'm gonna be strict. Oh crap, I wasn't. I'm, I'm gonna go punish myself by eating X, Y, and Z. All right, I'm back on. I'm strict, strict, strict. I'm gonna do it this time. Oh, I've fallen off the wagon. If you're in that cycle, then you're going two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. What if you embraced something more moderate and you were able to take a half a step forward, 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 and avoid the struggle of trying to be perfect and avoid going backwards because you're taking on too much, right? There are two concepts that I want to introduce today to help you to trust me that what I'm saying is true. Because if somebody had told me two years ago that I didn't need to be perfect, I would have said either you're lying, my body's different and I do need to be perfect because weight loss isn't something that can happen gradually for me. I have to be all in. Or 
I would say, yeah, but I, I need to get to my goal fast. Speed matters. So the more perfect I am, the faster I'm going to get there. And that's important. So I understand the doubt that many of you are probably experiencing as you're listening to me. So bear with me while I go through these two concepts that'll show you why I'm right and why we need to change our mindset. The first concept is, you know, I really want to emphasize that perfection can actually work against you. And it's based on the concept of the minimum effective dose. So here's the situation. Your body is always working hard to achieve balance. Your body does not want to be constantly gaining or losing weight. It wants to stay where it is. It wants to maintain homeostasis, right? That balanced state of equilibrium. So if you dive into a diet plan, guns blazing, your body, meanwhile, is working really hard to find balance. And how does that manifest? What do you experience? Eventually, you'll hit a plateau. Your body will adjust to what you've been doing and your results will slow down or stop, at least for a while. So if you've gone in full bore, 100% clean eating, rigorous exercise, what are you going to do once you hit that plateau? And you will hit that plateau. Your only option at that point will be to eat less and exercise more. That's all you've got. You went in showing all your cards, right? And all you have now is eat less or exercise more. But we know that the only thing that is going to do, besides make you miserable, is slow your metabolism increase fat storage because your body's going to go into survival mode. It's going to stress your body and triggering that stress response will make you more hungry, will make you have more cravings, and will give you more mood swings. We do not want that. That is not sustainable and it's really hard to enjoy life that way. There is a much more effective way, not just like a maintain your sanity kind of way, but a more results faster over the long term way, a way that will ensure that you continue to make progress and you don't get stuck on plateaus. And that is to identify your minimum effective dose and start with that. So what does that mean? It means that you pick one lifestyle change that allows you to see results. For example, maybe you cut out sugar-sweetened beverages like juice and soda, and you start to see results. Awesome. You want to keep doing that until your results slow or stop. You only add more at that point. That is your minimum effective dose, and it's going to be different for everybody. And then when your body adapts, you have more to throw at it to jumpstart. You have more arrows in your quiver than just eating less and exercising more. So maybe you decide to um, clean up your first meal of the day and you decide to avoid carbs at that first meal of your day so you're focusing on protein and fat at breakfast. Boom, your results come back. Awesome, keep going. Monitor those results and stay very consistent. And here's the fringe benefit of that. As you practice this, you're building habits that feel effortless. So your lifestyle change is gradual and therefore much more likely to be permanent because you're taking on a little bit at a time and you're mastering it before you add more. You always have another step to take when your body begins to adjust. That's the minimum effective dose. But if you're out there and you're still saying, yeah, but if I do more, then I'll lose weight faster. And trust me, I get that. I played that game. I literally would sit at my desk and say, what is the absolute strictest, craziest thing I can do? Because the only thing that matters to me is ripping this weight off fast. 
but I didn't realize that was short-sighted, that my body would adapt, that my, my willpower would be exhausted. So I understand if you're not convinced. I really do. But I've got another one for you. So really keep an open mind about not just the fastest strategy, but the long-term strategy that's going to get you more results in the long term because shortcuts are often the long way around. So I'm curious, have you ever heard about the Pareto Principle? Maybe you've heard it called the 80-20 rule. I'd heard about it for years, but it wasn't until I applied it to my weight loss journey that it really transformed my life. I'm not kidding. This one principle has changed the way I look at just about everything. The amazing thing about this very simple truth, this simple principle, is that it allows you to do less and get more out of it. So this guy, hundreds of years ago, he observed that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by just 20% of the people. And he quickly realized that most things in life actually mimic this same 80-20 ratio. 20% of the people generate 80% of the wealth. 20% of the plants in a garden produce 80% of the bounty. 20% of employees are responsible for 80% of the workload. And it boils down to this. 80% of your results come from only a small 20% of your actions. So 20% of your inputs are generating 80% of your outputs. The bottom line here is we're wasting so much of our time and energy doing frivolous crap, that other 80%, that doesn't really produce the results we're after. Think about just for one second the 80-20 rule in your own life. For me, 20% of the household chores make 80% of the difference, right? I don't have to do every nitty gritty thing, but if I vacuum the floors and clean the bathrooms and wipe down the kitchen counters, I feel like my house is clean, right? I mean, that's 20% of the activities I could do to clean my house, but it's giving me 80% or more of the result of, yeah, things are picked up. So you can spend your time doing the other 80% of the stuff, but it's not gonna give you the feeling that that small 20% of activities that are the most important ones give you. 20% of your problems account for 80% of your stress. It's the big rocks. It's just a couple of big challenges in our life that are the big stressors. 20% of your projects take up 80% of your time. Whether it's at home or at work, there are a few big key things that take up the majority of our day. And here's the truly powerful part. When you identify in any area of your life, but I mean, we're talking specifically about weight loss, which activities fall into that powerful 20%, the 20% of the activities that are giving you 80% of the results, you can focus on those things, de-emphasize the rest of the stuff, have way more time, way more energy, and see dramatic results. I've applied this to my fat loss journey, and it really truly has been transformative. And What's frustrating is, you know, you can read about fat loss tips all day long. Everybody has an opinion and will tell you the most important things. I mean, you can spend all day long reading that in order to lose weight, you need to eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, focus on protein, watch your fat intake, avoid gluten, count calories, measure portions, don't eat out, prepare your food, do lots of cardio, lift weights, sleep, limit your stress, avoid chemicals, take long walks, balance your hormones, take supplements, drink protein shakes. Everybody has an opinion. 
But that's the 100% of the stuff. And that's not what you need to focus on. It can become totally overwhelming and we get analysis paralysis and we end up doing nothing or focusing on the stupid stuff that's not giving us the results. And it can make you feel like it's impossible to keep all the balls in the air. You don't have to keep all the balls in the air. Sometimes that 100% all or nothing view keeps us from doing anything because it seems so daunting. But remember that 80% of your results come from only 20% of your activities. What you have to do is pick the most impactful 20% for you and those big rocks are gonna free up so much of your time and energy but they're gonna give you the success that you're after. The 20% activities will not be the same for everybody, okay? So you can't read a book and expect to find this out. You have to figure out what the big rocks are for you. You don't need to waste your time or energy watching what other people eat or how they exercise or what type of exercise they do and what supplements they take. You want to invest your time and energy monitoring what works for you, what your big rocks are, where you get the majority of your results and focus on those activities. Identify what has the biggest payoff for your body. Now I'll tell you what I've found mine to be, my 20% but don't assume that they're yours. You can start with them, but you have to monitor your response to figure out, does this work for me, does it not, and adjust from there. So the big rocks that I focus on, there's just a few of them, and I might throw in other stuff from time to time, but I know that that other stuff isn't where my results come from. The results come from my big rocks, my 20%, my non-negotiables, and everything else is gravy. One of my big rocks, my 20% activities, is documentation. I write down my goals and I write down everything I eat. If it goes in my mouth, I write it down. I love the phrase, if you bite it, write it. So even if it's a little, you know, nibble off your kid's plate or a bite of your husband's pizza, whatever it is, if it goes in your mouth, write it down. This is a huge activity for me because it keeps me accountable, but it also allows me to go back and troubleshoot, right? I keep my goals in front of me, it keeps me focused, it keeps me motivated, and by writing down everything I eat, I can go back and look at times where I was getting great results and see patterns or consistencies or things that I was including or not including, and that is like my little golden ticket that allows me to adjust and monitor based on what I've been doing. The other big rock for me is lifting heavy weights. I do cardio, I do some intervals, I do some sprints, but I know that I get more results when I'm challenging my body by lifting heavy weights and the hormonal response that's generated when I lift heavy weights helps me to get into a fat burning mode. So for me, one of my big rocks is lifting heavy weights three times every week. That is important for me. Yes, I will add in walks and sometimes I will add in sprints and intervals and whatever not, but that is gravy. That's stuff I do if and when I have time, if I'm feeling like it, uh, if my body feels good, but my non-negotiable is lifting heavy weights because I get more results from lifting heavy weights in terms of sculpting my body and burning fat than I do from cardio. And then I only have one other big rock And I wouldn't weight it more than the other two. I think they're all pretty equal. But I emphasize at every meal, non-starchy vegetables, healthy fats, and protein. 
I make sure that I am building my meals around those things and I limit my carbohydrates to my evening meal. That's really my only nutritional principle. My meals are built around non-starchy vegetables, healthy fats and proteins, and I limit my carbs to the evening meal. So it's not complicated. I don't count calories. I don't measure portions. I don't have a strict you know, eating plan. I eat when I'm hungry. I eat foods I love. Before dinner, I don't have any of the carbohydrates. I have them at my dinnertime meal. Like I'll have a sweet potato or something like that with my dinnertime meal. Otherwise, I am a huge fan of Brussels sprouts. I absolutely love them. I think if you don't love them, you're probably just not preparing them well because if you buy frozen ones or something, that can be totally nasty. But I buy fresh Brussels sprouts um, and I have those two or three of my meals. I love cauliflower. I think mashed cauliflower is so versatile and so delicious. Um, I love cabbage, raw or cooked. I love it shredded in salads. I think it's delicious and it totally fills me up. I have healthy fats from things like um, eggs and avocado and coconut oil at every single meal. And then protein. I eat a lot of fish. I eat a lot of bison. I don't eat things I don't like. I don't feel like I'm on a diet plan. I'm not a rabbit food girl. If you saw my portions, they're pretty big because I love to load up on those non-starchy vegetables and I'm not afraid of dietary fat. So those are my those are my 20%, right? You can think about all the other things I could be doing, but if I'm doing those three things, documenting what I eat and my goals, right? Lifting heavy weights and then building my meals around non-starchy vegetables, healthy fats and protein, limiting my carbohydrates to dinner time, then I'm getting results, period. I don't have to worry about calories or portions. I don't have to worry about um you know, anything else really. I'm not counting carbs. I'm not counting anything. I'm not measuring my meals. I'm not worried about spending 60 minutes on the elliptical machine or anything like that. I am going to get results with that 20% of activities that absolutely without question generate at least 80% of my results. I could generate a long list of things that you might want to try, you know, certain sleep hacks and walking, interval training, a million other things, and they're great. They also take time and effort. For me, if they happen, that's wonderful. But I invest my energy into my 20% because that's where my results come from. And your 20% will probably be different from mine. Do you know, for example, that you're much more likely to stay on track when you plan out a weekly menu? Well, maybe that's one of your big rocks. If you're somebody that if you don't have a plan for dinner, you're more likely to run and get fast food, then that is absolutely a big rock for you. Take the time to do that. Are you somebody who notices a major difference when you prep your food ahead of time? Then food prep for a few hours a week is one of your big rocks. Whatever your 20% is, you want to look to what are the things that are most essential for you staying on track. Maybe it's making sure that you have healthy snacks at work because you know that when you don't, that's when you run to the vending machine and you end up getting, you know, chocolate or chips or something like that. Maybe you're somebody that if you work out in the morning... That allows you to eat well all day long because you're just, you have a good mindset, you feel encouraged, you feel like you've put the work in and you don't want to quote unquote undo it. 
So then maybe one of your big rocks is making sure that you get that workout time in in the morning. Maybe sleep is one of your big rocks. If you know that your hunger and cravings are totally out of whack when you don't get enough sleep or you don't have the willpower to make good decisions when you haven't gotten enough sleep, then making sure to get to bed on time and get restful sleep, that might be a big rock for you. But the bottom line is you don't have to do 100% of all the fantastic ideas that help people lose weight. You just have to know what your small 20% of activities are that give you the most results and you can then focus on those and eliminate the rest of the crap. And you can do this in all areas of your life, but it's a powerful way to maximize your weight loss. And it's okay, let's say that like I did, you identify three big rocks. If you're just starting one with if you're just starting out, then start with one. Focus on one. If documentation and writing things down is a powerful way for you to stay accountable and you know accountability is paramount for you, then start with just that. And continue to monitor your results. And when your results start to slow, then add on a second thing. But the bottom line is here that going all out full bore is not only not required but it might be holding you back because what do you have left to give when your body adapts? You will be frustrated, you will feel burnt out, and you won't have anything else left to give. So start to pay attention to what few activities have the biggest impact on your hunger, on your cravings, on your compliance and your consistency, and start small, start one at a time. What's your 20%? Find it. Focus on it. That's where your energy should be spent. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. If you think this would be helpful for someone in your life, please share it with them. And also please head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I would really, really appreciate it. And until next time, stay healthy.